Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right, because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajb.com. You were man on fire last night on the post. <laughs> Your boy is back. And that! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. We are into Christmas time. Are we not just a few days out? Getting closer by the day. Hope you're doing well. Josh Bertuccini inside of the Bunka studio. Just a few minutes past 7 o'clock as we get this bad boy up and going. For those of you keeping it score at home, you got problems, but I'm impressed. Wow. The things that we worry about. What about a Razorback football signing class to talk about today? Dogs putting in some work, getting themselves set for the coming year with some talent in the door. Of course, it's one of those things where it's absolutely speculative. You don't know how it's going to play out until it plays out. But looks early on, the returns early on make it feel like this Arkansas Razorback signing class is pretty doggone decent. Dogs going to have to coach them up, make some pieces fit together. But your class of 2023 into 24 is now complete. Signing day yesterday. This thing has gotten just unbelievably uh, moved up. Used to be February. Then it was early February. Then it was end of January. Then it was Christmas. Remember for a minute, it was really just signing, early signing. That's what it was for a while. And then that went away too. Unreal. And now, I mean, it's not even Christmas. And we're talking about signing classes getting intact and who's got the best one. And George is bragging again. When are they not bragging about how good their classes are? A lot to react to here today. Our question of the day is up already. You tell me. What are you thinking about this year's Arkansas Razorback football class? I know you want it to be good. I know you want to believe it's all worked out that Bobby Petrino and Sam Pittman have put together some magic. And all of a sudden, the Arkansas Razorback football program is rolling. That's what you want to believe. Is it what you really do believe? Or are you just fingers crossed holding out hope that this thing turns back in your direction? Um, I don't know. I remain cautiously optimistic. Let's, let's use that cliche here. Cautiously optimistic. Like, I think this Arkansas Razorback team has got pieces in place coming back enough of them that if you if you build around and you put it into the the right kind of areas and edges, I think this team can be a lot better next year. Sam Pittman talking yesterday about his excitement as he gets ready for his fifth year already as head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Let's get some numbers. 24 players into the door for Arkansas yesterday. On the opening day of the early signing period, 16 of them 
are true freshmen, incoming true freshmen out of high school. Eight of them from the transfer portal and five more from inside the state of Arkansas. So Sam Pittman telling you it's a great day. We crushed it. Best class in the country. That's what he's got to do. 12 players on offense, 11 on defense. How about six defensive backs for the Arkansas Razorbacks in this class yesterday? Matt Shipley also into the mix. Transfer kicker from Texas who played at Hawaii. And uh, good get on the mentions yesterday. Xavier Story, linebacker from Georgia. Anytime you can get. Georgia Bulldog defensive piece. I think you're feeling pretty good about it. Addison Nichols, whom we mentioned yesterday as well. Offensive lineman, starter for a couple years at Tennessee. And so good gets there as you move around and make some moves. Ashton Bethel Roman, a late get at receiver. Four-star freshman from Texas. After you didn't get Courtney Crutchfeld, right, who decommitted and is going to Missouri instead. But at the end of the day, you know, Sam Pittman blaming the noise going on around the program. Sam, that, that, that's your noise. That's your noise. That's your dysfunction. It's nobody else. It's not the fans. It's not the media. Sam has definitely become one of those blame the media figures for all of his problems. Uh, Braylon Russell stays a hog. That's a good one. Guy decommitted a little more than a year ago, but he's back. The running back signing a letter of intent at Benton High School yesterday. That's a good one for the Hogs to make sure they keep in place. And at the end of the day, I mean, I'm looking over this list of names here, and you know, Arkansas got its share. Arkansas got its share. Now, did you get the kind of class that's going to flip the tables, right? Did you get the kind of class that's going to make you, you know, contend with better programs, bigger programs. I mean, we'll find out. 16 high school signees. Interesting. Eight recruits on offense, seven on defense. Charleston Collins of Mills, one of the better in-states, a four-star plus prospect. I think that's one of the big keepers. Selman Bridges, four-star plus recruit who's a cover guy from Temple, Texas. Just some good names to jump out here. You won't know until you see them in action. How about KJ Jackson? Are you done with the KJs at Arkansas yet? And I don't know if you are. KJ Jackson of Montgomery, Alabama, coming to Arkansas, 6'4", 225. Going to play in this Bobby Petrino offense, or at least get to know it a little bit. He's another four-star. We mentioned Braylon Russell a moment ago. I'm looking for some other names here. How about Kavion Henderson, defensive end? Really talented piece. 6'2", 250-pounder. He's from Alabama. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Tevis Metcalf coming to Arkansas, too. And uh, Hogs could add two more four-stars. You got Jamarison Burnett. Planning to make a visit to Arkansas in January. And Bradley Shaw, a linebacker. So a running back and a linebacker who got the Hogs on their short list. That's one of those things you need to keep in mind, too. Is even though yesterday becomes a really significant day because of the signings and, and folks committing and really it's gotten moved up, technically you still got till the first week of February to make up your mind. So at the end of the day, for all the talk and all the hype, 
You've still got lots of time to figure things out. And there's going to be a handful of names who don't quite settle in on where they want to play college football for a while yet. But that's where we're at. Yesterday, National Signing Day. Used to be February as we talked out the gates, then you moved it up, and then you moved it up some more. And now, my goodness, it's not even Christmas yet. We're just wrapping things up here on the show. Our final programs before the Christmas break, today and tomorrow. And my goodness, you got Arkansas putting together an interesting group of players. Can this be a group that lifts you up and out of the the doldrums, the lower tier of the SEC? I mean, time will tell. It takes every class a couple of years till you know. And that's one of those things I want to say here, too. For all the talk about each individual name, for all the conversations that we can have time and again about this guy's important, that guy's important, he chose this program over those schools. And I say this full well knowing, you know, we have a guy like Richard Davenport, who's been a mainstay guest of ours for, you know, 12, 13 years here on the morning show. At the same time, it ain't easy. At the same time, you know, even a guy like RD doesn't know exactly how these guys are going to play out at the college level. So it's speculative. It's speculative. It is an uncertain science that is 100% sure about college recruiting. But that's where we're at. And that's where the Hogs are trying to move their way through, trying to improve the stock of the program. You got Bobby Petrino really making his presence felt, putting in the work on Taylor Green just last week, the dual threat transfer quarterback from Boise State. Arkansas. A top 30 national recruiting class, depending on where you look. Some folks have them in the lower 20s. Sam Pittman says it would have been better if it wasn't for all the noise around the program. Yeah, self-inflicted kind of noise. Uh, we're 12 minutes into the conversation. 17 minutes past 7 o'clock. If you're listening bright and early, your boy Josh Bertaccini in studio, the Bunker studio, here Team B Media style, as we broadcast it to you live. Podbean app has been a mainstay for us. The quality on this thing is phenomenal. You get in the chat room and give each other a hard time. If that's what you want to do, make some commentary, live commentary as the show unfolds. YouTube, of course, anchoring for our video coverage and all of our post-game work. People's post-game shows for conference basketball season, first week of January, coming up around the corner. I'm stoked for that. We got a host of tremendous new sponsors you're going to hear on board. Always support that local business if you can. And then live at our website too, therealnwajb.com, where we stream this bad boy globally each and every morning as well for you. Uh, football, football, and more football out the gates. A little bit of a breakdown of this signing day class for Arkansas. We're going to get into some other items as we work you through the course of the show today. We will talk some basketball. Coming back in just a few. Arkansas has got a home game tonight, six o'clock at the Bud against Abilene Christian. I'm looking forward to it. This is a team that, and Abilene Christian made the tournament last year, came in here and gave Arkansas a little run for its money early in the season. Hogs trying to figure out a lot of things on this roster right now. And so uh, I think this is going to be an interesting basketball game tonight. Six o'clock, looking forward to it. Tickets are available. I've gotten emails, I'm sure you are too. A lot of people out and about for the holidays who are not putting their tickets to good use. So if you can, get out to the arena. This will be a fun one tonight, and we'll get to talk some hog hoops on the breakdown side of it tomorrow morning on our final live program before the Christmas break as we wrap up 
the calendar year 2023 and what a year it has been. This is our 99th program together already. You believe that? 15 post games, 84 morning shows. Tomorrow makes it an even 100. 100 shows in 120 days. It's a mad sprint across the ice is what that is. We're getting there. Getting where? Getting somewhere with you, the people, here on The Real NWAJB. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe to the show on your preferred social media. You'll stay up to speed on what our plans are in a given day. Coming up in, what, 20 minutes, Connor Live say, one of my favorite Dallas Cowboys beat writers, gets in the mix. We'll talk about Dallas at 10 and 4. Three games left to go. What do the Dem boys need to do to lock up some home field advantage here in the postseason? Is it still even possible? Connor Live say, talk a little Dallas Cowboys and some NFL at 740. And then Jermaine Petty, the man, the myth, the legend himself, our minister of defense, Razorback All-American linebacker with his final spot of the year. Count up shortly after eight o'clock. We'll talk with him about National Signing Day. And that's what we got. And this is what we're working with. And you're fantastic to hang out and be here with us. Do it on the Bluetooth. You can snap it in your car right there on the uh, on the speakers. Do it in your house, whatever the case may be. And I think you'll uh, I think you'll like the flexibility of this new program of ours. Very time shiftable, so you can listen back in your own time. If the uh, podcast universe is better for you, then do it that way too. First break of the morning. We're 15 minutes in. Josh Bertaccini with you. Team B Media, Bunker Studio. We're coming right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you gotta go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. 
When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. All right, my friends, coming at you across the country, across the world. You got ways to listen. If you got a, a phone, my goodness, or a mobile device that is hooked up to the internet, it's got a charge in it, then you're going to be able to make this thing happen. You're going to be just fine. And I do appreciate your making a little bit of a, what, a crossover dribble? A shimmy shake to the left? It's different. I'm not saying it's not different on the new digs, but... It shouldn't be that hard to find it either as you get a chance to get up and in the door and get the latest on the Razorbacks and the SEC and the wide world beyond each and every morning. What do y'all think? Question of the day. What's your first reaction to this year's Arkansas Razorback signing class? What do you think about what they're working with? Obviously, we're going to need to see time unfold to give us a better idea of who's what and whether guys are legitimately as good as we perhaps thought they'd be. But first reaction to this year's signing class as you get Ole Miss with another cooker, another phenomenal class out of them. Georgia able to make some moves as well. So you see them put in some work. And uh, look, the rich keep getting richer. The rich keep getting richer. There ain't no question about that. And uh, if you're an Arkansas Razorback team that is just trying to find its way again. There's work to be done. Ain't no question about that. And you'll see if you can't do some more finishing work on this year's class before all is said and done. Um, that's where we're at with Arkansas Razorback football. You're trying to replenish the coffers. Obviously not a good year last year by any stretch of the imagination. Like Sam Pittman trying to blame outside noise is, is a little bit laughable. People like to blame. Talk up things that, you know, are maybe areas of concern or weakness for them and make excuses. It's a very political move. It's not that surprising, really, when you think about it, but I don't buy it. And I think you need to be a coach who gets guys who want to play for you, you know? Let's hear from Sam Pittman a little, talking about his signing class. This is yesterday on the Hill. Um, we. I signed up today. I want to thank uh, our recruiting department and Brian Overton and Hub and Sierra and and uh, Charlie and and everybody that had all the folks had all the that had everything to do with and our coaching staff. Um, we went out for needs and uh, we found eleven on offense, eleven on defense, and we we got a kicker. Uh, 
uh, out of the deal, out of the transfer portal as well. Five offensive linemen uh, so far. Three of them were uh, out of the transfer portal. Two wide receivers, two quarterbacks, one in the portal, a running back, a tight end uh, out of the portal. Well, DBs, we had six, uh, one out of the portal at this point. Linebacker three, one out of the portal at this point. And uh, looks like now we're at three wide receivers instead of two. Uh, no hogs. Um, we got the linemen um, um, out of the high school, two of them that we really liked. I, I don't know. I, I got screwed up there as I was going down. That was Thomas up on Ashton Death of Roman. So, um, Really excited. So that puts us at 24. And uh, we have one scholarship out um, that um, we're very, very hopeful that we're able to uh, sign that young man as well. Um, and uh, this process, uh, we want to make sure that we didn't uh, reach on anybody, that um, we you know, at times last year, it might have been somewhat of a little bit of a panic because of numbers. And so you're going, well, we, I think we, this guy's going to be a good player for us. All these things, we did not want to do that at all. We did not want to recruit anybody that we thought might be depth. Everybody that I'm talking about out of the portal, it would be all uh, plug and play. Obviously, they go to learn, they've got to earn that. But, wow. We're very, very happy with what we did out of high school. Uh, certainly, uh, we're going to miss every now and then all players uh, that we, we uh, offer. Um, we are more concerned about the ones we get than the ones we lost. Um, but overall, I thought this was an outstanding game for the Hogs. And more importantly, uh, we're headed in the right direction at quarterback. And I'm talking about both of them. And we're headed in the right direction on the O-line. I'm talking about high school and transfers, and we're not done yet. Uh, but those were two, uh, two big key areas that we wanted to try to address uh, in recruiting, and we did. We obviously know we have the third to the seventh period there that we've got some work to do. I think we have about eight scholarships left, and so um, we've got to be right because I think we only have 10 visits left, you know, so we're, we're close to maxed out there. Uh, but we have that, and then obviously you've got your second signing period, and then it opens back up in April. So with that, I'm really excited, guys, about what went on. I'm, I'm proud of our coaches for what they did, and, and I'll answer any questions you might have. All right. Uh, Pittman giving you the, the spiel. Says they did a little better in high school than he was anticipating. Able to get some late fits, including the kicker, to fill some holes that they had on the roster. I mean, I'm, I'm in the B range. I don't think Arkansas shook up the world yesterday. I don't think that's what I see in this recruiting class. But I think you see a lot of young guys who are excited for an opportunity to play. And um, yeah, we'll have to see how it all plays out. That's the way it is every single year with recruiting. But I think you feel like despite the disintegration of the season last year on the field, like you did okay at the end of the day. Question of the day here today on a Thursday thrill session of the real NWA JB. What is your first reaction? Excuse me. 
<laughs> what is your first reaction to this year's Razorback football signing class? First reaction. We'll get some thoughts in out of y'all on the Twitter and the Facebook, and we'll read some of those responses here on the social media in just a little bit. Basketball. Getting ready tonight for Abilene Christian. Arkansas has got itself a game at Bud Walton Arena coming up here in what? 10 hours? Augs have not played great basketball lately. Obviously, went through the motions and barely came out the other side against Lipscomb. But you know what? It's about learning and it's about practicing. And this part of the season, it's about not giving away too many games. I feel like Arkansas, what, four L's already, has probably filled up the non-con loss coffer about as much as you can fill it up. And I don't think you want to give up any more else. I think you've had enough. Eric Musselman talking with the media yesterday about Abilene Christian. We had a chance to listen in to some of his thoughts on the contest coming up here tonight. Let's get a little more sound from the Razorback coaching hierarchy. Here is head hog Eric Musselman giving you a preview of tonight's opponent in Abilene Christian. Let's get to that right now here on the show. Yeah, it wasn't. First five, can you just 23 Simmons? Yeah. So getting a feel for the opposition tonight. And this is yesterday's presser, and here's Moss. There we go. Player and he'll be to play, you know, back in state. He's an excellent player. He's a, a guy that can uh, make threes. He's a three-level scorer, uh, can post up, a really good passer. Um, you know, he's 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 a vital part of their team, plays the fourth spot for them. Uh, you know, put him on elbows and, and run backdoor cuts um, with him as a passer. Um, and like I said, I mean, he's a guy that can make threes and, and uh, stretches the defense out. And then I understand you've been practicing two days, the last two days. We'll do that again today and just kind of how's that been going for you? Yeah, I think practices have been really good. We've been doing morning defense, uh, come back in the afternoon and do offense. Um much like an NBA training camp many years ago. We haven't got, you know, the, the time frame hasn't been long. It's been about an hour and 35 minutes, um, you know, each practice. Um, yesterday, we went only about 45 minutes for the offense. Um, practices, we'll go this morning and we'll come back uh, this evening and just do shooting, which will be, you know, non-coach related. It's just the guys in Bud Walk get shots up for 20, 30 minutes. Do you feel like it's working well and you guys you have a good vibe going into this game? I mean, this team always has a good vibe. You know, it, we've had great practices. Um, I don't think I've talked to you guys much at all about this team not having good practices or this team not having good shoot-arounds. They've, they've actually been as good as team as any team that we've had. They get along. A group of them went to dinner again last night. Um, they've, got, they've got to figure out, and we have to figure out, the chemistry on the floor. Um, you know, a lot, most of the teams, it's, um, you know, off floor practice. We don't have any of that. We, where it really counts between the lines, we got to get better at the practices go smooth and, and, uh, and the shoot arounds go great. I mean, they, they know all the questions when we quiz them on personnel. Um, they've got to, they've got to figure out once they hit, hit the floor, um, you know, how we can play better basketball, as does our staff have to figure it out. Thanks. All right, let's uh, let's call that good there. Must giving you a quick feel for practice this week, saying the Arkansas Razorbacks have been spirited as they've incorporated some new defensive and offensive components. I think Must right now is uh, 
He's putting in the work. This is why you like this guy. If you're a believer in what he does, and my goodness, three straight trips to the Sweet 16. How can you not believe in his process? Um, sounds to me a little bit less frustrated the last couple times we've heard from him. Um, maybe it's Christmas break. Maybe it's he's processed the L's and gotten them behind him. But you also heard him say right there that he just likes being around this team. That they're a group that likes playing together. So you got to wax Abilene Christian tonight. Let's see a good performance. I'll be out there. Last chance to see this team before what? UNC Wilmington is the last non-con coming up here in nine, 10 days. But this will be a good opportunity to see if they've made some progress here tonight. Elsewhere, sports world. Obviously, yesterday, the dominant conversation is about college football recruiting. Schools that hit, schools that didn't hit. Michigan gets a notice yesterday of their alleged recruiting violations. They just, they play by their own rules, don't they? Otani named the AP Male Athlete of the Year for the second time. Good for him on that. And what else did I have for you out of last night? Heat over the Magic by nine, NBA side of it. As you get an opportunity to see Anthony Black starting for Orlando right now. It's kind of unbelievable how many connections we have in the NBA to the Hogs. AB, four points, four assists, and a couple of boards last night. NFL, we're already into... Week 16 tonight, Saints and Rams. Amazon Prime, they're both seven and seven. They're both still in the playoff mix. Game is in LA. Rams favored by four. We'll get that going. Cowboys this weekend at the Dolphins on Sunday afternoon. Chiefs are home for the Raiders. When we come back from a quick timeout, Connor Live say, talk some NFL with our man on the Cowboys beat. Josh Bertaccini with you in studio on a Thursday. Four days till Christmas, last week before Christmas break. And appreciate the heck out of every last one of you for hanging out here this morning. Quick timeout. We're coming back. On the Square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement. On the Square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location it's hugo's on the square in downtown fayetteville hey guys it's brian small i'm the owner of gravity design labs a proud sponsor of jb's new show when he needed help with his big rebrand i was the first person he called and he still talks about my design work every day well the truth is i can help you with your project too from high quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design social media marketing and more see my stuff for yourself on instagram at gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. 
Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Counting down the days, right, till St. Nick is in the air, dropping those gifts across the world. Are you a Santa tracker kind of person? Me neither. Big Christmas guy. I don't really watch the... The Santa tracker too much, but I'm ready for Christmas. Watching the flicks, listening to the tunes. Let's just, uh, let's shut it down next week and watch some football, shall we? Connor Live say he's watching a ton of that. You know it. All over the Cowboys for quite some time. One of their best beat reporters. You can find him on the tweets at Connor NFL Draft. Good to hear his voice. Merry Christmas to you. How are you, Connor? I'm doing great, man. I, I love when you reached out to the man, got me on around Christmas time. Favorite, favorite radio show and favorite time of the year. What a guy. Well played, Connor. Well played. And what's your favorite thing about Christmas? Is it movies, music, food, people, football? Give me something. What's your favorite thing about Christmas? I don't like the football around Christmas time because it just makes everything more hectic and annoying. But uh, just seeing all the family and traveling back and forth between families. And, Handing out gifts. It's all a good time. So you think the football's distracting almost at Christmas. That's an interesting take. How do you mean by that? I mean, you don't want to be the crazy uncle and son at Christmas dinner screaming at the TV, wondering what the heck's going on. So I feel like I don't want to embarrass myself than anything. NFL draft coverage, the 33rd team FB checking out this site more and more NFL content from all kinds of folks, including Connor live say um, our man right here on the show, Dallas 10 and four. I mean, why don't I hand it off to you like this? If you could have signed up for 10 and four with three games to go before the year, you probably would have, right? I'd say so. I mean, I think there's levels of it that are a bit disappointing, but, um, you know, mainly it's just San Francisco and Buffalo game that kind of stains some of the season for them. But, um, no, you, you, you've got to appreciate the way they've played for most of the year. You've got to understand going into it that they're going to be a, a playoff team and they're going to be a threat for whoever they play in the playoffs. It sure seems like it, right? I mean, it feels like uh, at this point in time, Dallas is is playing better than not. And yet, you know what I'm going to ask you as a follow-up. How come they're so invincible at home and so seemingly flimsy on the road, Connor? What, what's the reason for that? It's a question I think most Cowboys fans and people who cover the team are trying to figure out because they play so dominant at home. 
play so dominant on turf for the most point. I mean, I know Buffalo's turf, but the weather was so key there with the wind, the rain. It's tough to really, you know, say what went wrong there. Um, but with San Francisco playing on a grass field and AT&T obviously being turf field, they're really going to try to get that division uh, title. They'll probably be the number two seed and be able to play at home and on turf all playoffs would be a big thing for this team that plays so well at home and so well on turf. That's a good point where I could be something to do with the surface and it could be just Dak Prescott's comfort level. This guy looks as good a quarterback in the league when he's playing there at the house that Jerry built. And then on the road, I don't know, not quite the same thing. I'll say this Dak's been impressive this year. The running game for Dallas has not been nearly as reliable at times as it has been in the past. How, how do you rate Dak's performance this year? I, mean, I think he's played really well outside of the San Francisco and Buffalo game. Um, Buffalo game obviously had the weather conditions and made throwing the football kind of difficult. I and mean, we saw Josh Allen pretty much have some of that staff line as Dak in that outing. Um, so stuff really came for that. But he's been really, really efficient and really, really dominant, really, really aggressive, uh, pretty much falling off weeks besides those two games. Um, I think he's ran the offense at a really high level. He's connecting with CD Lamb at a really high level. He's taking care of the football more this year, which was such a big talking point last year. Uh, but man, he's been he's been pretty much nails all year, except for that San Francisco game and the Buffalo game last week. And he's been really the main reason they've had so much success uh, winning football games and having success on offense. Is Micah Parsons the best defensive player in the league? He's certainly one of them. An interesting conversation because I'd say yes, man. I think that guy in Cleveland is tough to beat. Uh, Miles Garrett's just so dominant against the pass. He's really good against the run, and that's that's an area you saw last week. Buffalo kind of exploit like his game is they were able to kind of run at him and take him out of the game pretty much all together. If he's not able to drop back and rush for faster on a bunch of snaps. Impact on the game isn't as big in some of those high scoring games where that's in back and forth. That's an interesting point as well. All right, 10 and 4 for Dallas and Philly, 11 and 3 for San Fran. Give it to me, Connor. Who's going to get the one seed, the two, the three? How are the last three weeks going to play out in your mind? I think San Francisco is going to play locking in that number one seed. Um, I'd be stunned if they don't close out the season as strong as they have been playing. So I'll, I'll put them to number one. I do think Dallas gets the number two seed. Uh, Philly is reeling right now. Uh, Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants got him twice coming up in a three-week span. I think they're going to get him at least once. And I don't think you can sleep on Tyler Murray and the Cardinals. Um, you know, I think that's a game that's going to be a little more interesting than a lot of people think. This defense playing as poorly as it is in Philadelphia, and some of the some of these Cardinal games are scrappy, gritty games. Like Tyler Murray's known for something on a couple games a year that he shouldn't be. Um, so I, I got I got the New York Giants winning at least one game, and I think the Cardinals are going to be a tough matchup for them. I think they're going to drop at least one more, maybe two. Um, I do think Dallas is going to lose this week to Miami, but if the teams lose a game, close out the year, they got. Clean up, clean up, clean it up here that the Cowboys will win the playoffs in that scenario due to the tiebreaker. 
Detroit's 10 and 4 too. I got my guy Vince here on the Facebook page reminding me not to forget about them. How about the Lions, man? Um, can Dallas get to the Super Bowl without home field advantage throughout? I mean, the easy answer is no. Do you see a way they could as we start to wrap it up, Connor? I'm going to say no, but it's not because I don't think they're good enough. It's just because I think the San Francisco curse would make me sound silly if I did say yes. Because they have right. a lot of trouble in San Francisco. They have a lot of trouble on grass fields, and they have a lot of trouble on the road, and that is San Francisco on a grass field on the road. So I, I can't go quite there. I get it. Now, now, if San Francisco gets upset somehow, I'm all for it. I think it's I think they're the best team in the NFC if San Francisco somehow loses the game in the playoffs. Last but not least, I'll let you bounce for the holidays. Connor live say Connor NFL draft on the tweets and really appreciate a little time out of him. Always good to hear his voice. Cowboys fans paying attention to their crew. Obviously, as you head down the stretch towards the playoffs this year, you already know you'll be in the playoffs. Question of seating. Who's the number one pick in the in the NFL draft this year? Do we have a clear cut number one pick? Connor. I think everybody wants to think it's going to be Cam Williams during May, and I think I would find him the betting favorite. But, man, the more I dive into the Cam Williams and Drake May tape, it's just, it's, it's, it's not the guys that a lot of people were talking about, you know, two or three months ago. Um, both guys kind of had some disappointing quarterbacks to the season. I think they're both good quarterbacks. I just don't think they're guys who were just, you know, no, not no, not you can't miss quarterback prospects. I think there's a lot of cons and those scouting reports of those guys, and a lot of people didn't think about it a couple months ago. Um, I'll to answer your question. I'll, I'll say Caleb Williams. I think I think the Bears are probably going to go quarterback. I know a lot of people think that's not what they're going to do, but I just think they're going to probably try to trade Justin Fields. Why his value is a little higher than it has been. And, Go ahead and reset at the quarterback position. Come back in that next next top five draft pick and add a wide receiver and offensive tackle, and then uh, try to start the new era over in Chicago. What do you think the Jets do? Do they try to find a quarterback from BYU or Utah to draft or what? I, I don't think that's going to be offensive too. Oh goodness! Oh my goodness! All right, I'm gonna let you go because you're a busy guy and you made it happen here on short notice. And I appreciate the heck out of you. Connor Live say it's an enjoyable conversation every time we get this guy on the radio airwaves here in the digital radio universe these days. The 33rd team FB. Are you liking the new digs, Connor? Give yourself a plug before I let you go. I'm loving it, man. I'm writing about the NFL. I'm writing about the NFL draft. It's it's all I've ever wanted to do. You know, I love covering the Cowboys, but sometimes uh, sometimes branching out, doing all 32 teams and the NFL draft is just more of a uh, interesting topic for me. So I mm-hmm. follow all my work over the 33rd team. Still uh, do a podcast. You know, still do Cowboys coverage on Twitter and talk about it on my show, my podcast show. But uh, yeah, read all my work on the 33rd team and. It's for all 32 teams with NFL draft oriented, so you're you're not going to get watered down by the Cowboys concert. This guy's been a great NFL writer for a long time. I think it's a gift to all of us now that he gets to share some more insight in the other squads, not just Dallas Cowboys land. But you know that's where his bread is buttered. Connor NFL draft on the X, the Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Merry Christmas, brother. You crushed it. We'll get this up on the podcast. Talk next year, okay? Thanks, Connor. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays. Stay for having a holiday. You too, man. Cut him loose. We'll get that in the podcast later today. He's always great.
I like that he's covering the league as a whole now. You know, we focused on the Cowboys with Connor for a couple of minutes, but he's had some good takes for a long time on our shows, certainly when it comes to draft stock and which guys he thinks are going to pan out the most at the next level. Man, NFL draft, you talk about an absolutely fascinating, inexact science. So hard to predict which guys are going to pan out, which guys are going to work out, and which guys will not. But that's where Connor has buttered his bread for a long time. At Connor NFL Draft for more info from our man Connor Live say. We are rocking and rolling. Is it really five minutes in front of eight o'clock already? It is 7.55 here on a Thursday, 21st of December, first day of winter. Mm-hmm. Winter solstice. Mm-hmm. So today is the shortest day of the calendar year. How about them apples? And so it's going to be getting dark out there around four, four o'clock today. Basketball game tonight at six o'clock, Arkansas and Abilene Christian tickets available. If you're trying to get in the door there late in the deal for that one. And uh, hogs need a dub. Hogs need a dub wherever you can find it. They need it right now. Football tonight. We got one game, college football and one game NFL college, South Florida, and Syracuse will meet in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Boca Raton sounds beautiful right now. With some beach, some sun. Mm. Cuse a three-point favorite over South Florida. Both those teams six and six. ESPN at seven o'clock for that one. And then there's NFL tonight. Yes, sir. Saints and Rams. They're both seven and seven. Amazon Prime for the app watch. Rams favored by four points. Man, I gotta like uh, LA to win that game. It'll be it'll be uh it'll be a fun one. That's a decent one. Both teams playing for their playoff lives. And the Rams have Kieran Williams just exploding out of the backfield right now. What a game breaker that guy is. One of the best running backs in the league, not getting uh, the love he deserves. It lasts so briefly for running backs, doesn't it? It is such a short shelf life for these guys at the next level. All right, um, We'll call it good. First hour is in the can. Question of the day today. Give me your first reaction to this year's signing class for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Your first reaction to this year's signing class for the Hogs. We'll talk some more about that. Jermaine Petty shares a couple of thoughts on it. And we'll work our way through the final 30 minutes of this program. When we come back, Team B Media, Bunker Studio, the real NWHAB with your boy Josh Bertichini. Thanks for hanging, y'all. We're right back. <laughs> 